Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Masterbooks podcast. Today, Rachel Smith is my guest, and we are going to have a great show. She has so much experience as a homeschool mom, as a professional educator, as the customer service manager for Masterbooks. And we're just going to chat today about all things that we think you might be interested in to hear from a veteran homeschool mom who's used Masterbooks for a long time and who knows the answers to the questions that people are always asking. Today, I am going to be giving away one of her favorite books, which is Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education. She is a homeschool teacher, but she also worked in a educational setting for quite a while. So this book is really important to her. So this is the one she chose for us to give away today. I'll be giving away a digital copy over in the Masterbooks app and a digital copy over in the Moms of Masterbooks. So stay tuned. Here at Masterbooks, we are dedicated to help you disciple your children and develop a strong faith as a family. With pro-Bible homeschool curriculum and beautiful books that honor God as creator. We offer online courses to help your family worship and serve God. You will also find morning baskets and devotionals for the whole family. Our mission is ink on paper to touch eternity, and we have been publishing Christian books for this purpose since 1975. Find your pro-Bible homeschool curriculum at masterbooks.com. Well, hey, Rachel, thanks for being back on the podcast with me today. Hello, thank you for having me. So glad to have you here. And just so that everybody knows, Rachel is experiencing some construction right outside her home. So if you happen to hear large tractors and all sorts of noise, that's what's happening. They're tearing up her road and they just decided to do it today on our podcast day. Yay. <laughs> right. Oh. So Rachel, we want to kick this off talking a little bit about two of your favorite books. This will be about favorites for a minute. So you've mentioned that Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education is one of your top books right now. Why is that? Yes. Um, I, as you mentioned, I am a former teacher, high school English for almost 15 years. And as a teacher, you are bound by the curriculum that's given to you many times in that school setting. Um, and this book kind of pulls back and gives that background of that and the curriculum that is being given to our students. And I know for me, one big thing for us with homeschooling is that we want to, as a family, be able to make those choices of what is being put in front of our children and what we're in, what's influencing them. And so, um, this many times we hear why, you know, we have a small public school system. Our teachers are Christian teachers, but we don't realize the restrictions that are being put on them. So I love that John Stamper fully approaches that and how he was conflicted as a Christian mm -hmm. to even be teaching in a classroom and how um, he felt that he became the enemy within oh. the public system. And so that's why I love this book because it opens our eyes and it opens parents' eyes on even when you have those good Christian teachers within the school, their hands are tied and they are becoming the enemy. And it's hard, it's hard to be in that setting for the teacher. And then also as the student, the influence that we're allowing to be put into their lives. 
Absolutely. I got to interview John for the podcast before, and I'll put the link to that interview in the show notes for anybody who'd like to hear firsthand what he experienced. And what he experienced is so shocking, so shocking to think about what he's being trained to train the students, the overarching ideologies that um, he's being taught or commanded, basically, to Mm -hmm. teach. And I'm glad we're giving away another copy of this and bringing it up because this is an important topic. And if we look hard at what John is saying in Conflicted, we're going to see how what has happened in our history is coming back around in the way the government is using public education to indoctrinate students in, in a certain way of thinking. So thank you for mentioning this book. Also, you said you loved education. Does God have an opinion? That is one of the favorites around here, Israel Wayne's book. So tell us about that book, why you love it, maybe a couple of quotes that you love from it. Yeah, so you can see my book, well marked, um, and it has been, and it always, and I give away it, I give this book away so often to others, and then I get it again and read it again and mark it again for myself. But um, this book is the book coming out of that classroom, that traditional classroom Mm -hmm. and that traditional school mindset into the homeschool community. That was a difficult transition for me. This book really opened my eyes and, and I like to say it converted me. (laughs) It converted me to be, I am a homeschool mom. Like I am a homeschool advocate and um, it would be hard for me to go back to any type of traditional school setting. I can imagine putting my children in that type of setting. Um, A couple, a couple of quotes for me. Um, This is when the Christian worldview teaches that the real purpose for our existence is to know God. The purpose of an education is to know our creator. That really opened my eyes because in a classroom, I taught, I mean, I taught high school English, but I never really thought of the purpose of education being just to know our creator. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the most important thing. I never looked at it that way. Um, And that's one of like, that's right in the beginning of the book. So that's how the book starts. And you're just immediately being pointed to the true reason of why God created education. And um, then another, another quote here that I have, let me get to the right page is, Um, there is no such thing as a neutral education. Every education, every curriculum has a viewpoint. That viewpoint either considers God in it or it does not. To teach children about life and the world in which they live without reference to God is to make a statement about God. It screens a statement. The message is either that there is no God or that God is irrelevant. Either way, the message is the same. There is no God. That made me really consider our curriculum even more and the curriculum that I taught previously. And that kind of goes back to conflicted as well. Um, Even if they're saying this is a neutral education, it's not because it's removing God and our purpose as parents and as Christian and the purpose of God creating education was for us to know our creator. So even if we think we're picking a neutral curriculum, we're really putting before our children that there is no God and we're removing God from that. Um, So that this book just made me have a completely different outlook on every single book that I brought into my home. What I mean, what I put in front of my children, every single course we pick, 
we wanted a biblical worldview curriculum, which is what led us to master books. Mm-hmm. But even even more so at that point, it's every book we bring. It can't be neutral. If it's neutral, it doesn't have God. Right. And Israel, I think, has done such a great job of presenting the biblical worldview of education in that book. And um, I just was listening to a video that he had done with me. And he was talking about the fact that a lot of people, even in seminary, people, they're not teaching a biblical worldview of education. And so he has done the research for us. And so now not only do we have the Bible to guide us, but we now we have this curation of all those scriptures and all that information of why and how we need to educate our children. And so I'm grateful that you um, have made that choice, that you are with Masterbook. So grateful that you have helped us see homeschooling compared to your experience in a school setting and how you were a Christian teaching in the school Mm -hmm. setting. And yet you can see now how difficult it is for the student and the teacher and the parent. So one of the things we talked about, speaking of school, um, is that you have a name for your school and a Bible verse that is kind of the leading overarching, this is who we are and what we're doing. I'd love for you to share that with us. So our name for our school is Foundations Christian School. Okay. And um, when we first began homeschooling, we did have, we were in a place where we did have to have that name and file it, you know, with our mm-hmm. local school system. Um, and so... We chose Foundations Christian School because we wanted to be giving our children the foundations, not just in the core subjects, but mostly what we've already been talking about, the foundations of scripture. And um, so our we did choose a verse for our family, for our homeschool. Mm-hmm. That is 2 Timothy 3, 14, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. So we want our children to continue continue in these foundations that we're giving them within the home. Mm -hmm. And then the next verse, verse 15 is important too. And that from a child, thou hast known the Holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ. And that is our number one goal as parents, um, that we want our children to know the scriptures and to know them so that they know Jesus and that they have a faith have a foundation within Jesus and they can be sure of their salvation and know that he's paid it all for them. And um, so those verses mean a lot to our family. They mean we're a ministry family. That means a lot to us just even in our ministry when we're working Mm -hmm. with others. Um, But for me, my most important ministry is within my home. (laughs) Sure. Definitely. I want my children to be able to continue and the things that we've taught them and in those foundations that we've given them. That's what's important. No matter what they do with their lives, what we give them academically, what they go on to do, um, we're, we're more concerned with their relationship with the Lord. Right. And eternity is going to be so much longer than this life. Right. I think because of the worldview that's so predominant around us, we can so easily get focused on the right here and now and the 10 year goal or, you know, what are they going to be in the graduate, but eternity is the big picture. And when you're talking about your scriptures that um, lead your education of your children, it made me think of Isaiah 54. And I don't know which 
verse it is, but it talks about our children will be taught of the Lord and great will be their peace. Mm -hmm. And that is of the utmost right now that, I mean, if you're, if you're teaching them a biblical worldview, if you're teaching them by the scripture, which that is the master books method, certainly a large part of it, then great will be their peace, peace with God, peace within themselves and peace with the body of Christ. And mm -hmm. that, that is epic in today's time. So you've not always used Masterbooks. Tell us a little bit about your experience. And would you, now that you've been with Masterbooks for quite a while, would you ever go back to another or, or switch? I would not. <laughs> um, and I recently had this conversation with another homeschooling friend and family. And um, because I do love Masterbooks and I, it has just made such a difference within our homeschool and my mindset of homeschooling and it's made our life so easy. So yes, the biblical worldview is utmost importance, which we've been talking about all along. Mm -hmm. And now, and after reading Israel's book and he is throughout the book, he also gave, you know, each individual subject and things that how we should be looking at every subject and how that helped me then be able to compare curriculums and look mm -hmm. at curriculums based upon that biblical perspective of each subject. So I wanted curriculum that was giving that clear biblical worldview of each subject that all the way through math, that mm -hmm. even our math is created by God because God created order. And to have that perspective of that, I, I'm not finding that in other, even in other Christian curriculums. And then also many other curriculums have been written for a classroom setting. So there is an overwhelming amount of work there. And I completely understand that as a former teacher, you, you needed more in the classroom. Mm -hmm. to keep everyone busy as you were working around and that. But when you're dealing one-on-one -on -one with your child, um, you don't need all of the extra. And you can get down to the basics and get down to mastering and moving forward. I love and that. So I, I love the way Masterbooks does that with every course. Um, but then also even moving into the high school levels, it's challenging. And it makes them think out of the box. And they have to work in many different ways of doing different kinds of assignments, which to me has prepared my older children who have already done been in college of one college graduate now. Um, it prepared them for all of the different types of college professors they were going to have, the different types of assignments that were presented to them. None of them were um, caught off guard or oh, felt in inadequate. <laughs> for uh -huh. anything. So all the way from elementary age to those simple, short lessons that don't overwhelm that child that has that very short time span that they're even mm -hmm. focusing <laughs> through the high school where they're challenged and actually learning and in, in different ways. Right. So I can't imagine switching <laughs> at all. So the one you used before, was it a Christian curriculum? <laughs> Yes, yes, we used, we tried out our first year of homeschooling coming out of that traditional school setting. I automatically just went with what we knew. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then towards the end of that year, I played around with a few other things, but they were all Christian curriculum, but not just very different than master books, the perspective. Okay. Um, and master books is more than just 
as we've talked about before, more than just having a Bible verse here or there throughout a page. And it is through the explanation of to the student all throughout the courses. It truly keeps their mind and puts their mind back on the biblical perspective, God's perspective, God's creation, and how his hand is in absolutely everything. Yes. And I love that. I love that we are raising world changers, really, who are going to know the hand of God, how it moves, because they know the word, and they will know how to pray to the God and trust the God who established the world and is keeping it in order and know how to stand during these times where everything is part of a long war against God. Of course, not everything. And we're so thankful for the Masterbooks families who are so dedicated to discipling their students. We've been, our mission has been ink on paper to touch eternity since forever, over 45 years. And I'm so thankful to work for a company who's so dedicated to an eternal perspective and eternal mission. And I'm so glad that you serve as our customer service manager, director. I'm not sure exactly what the title is, (laughs) but if anybody knows what's going on, it's Rachel. She knows all the questions that are being asked and how to answer them. So I thought it'd be fun for you to just share a few things that people are asking the most right now. And and what the answer is to it. Well, right now is the beginning of a new school year is approaching for many people. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those basic getting started type questions are being asked at this current time. But one big one that's always asked is, how can I see your curriculum? Where can I see it? How can I get a preview of it? Do you have a sample? And so I am, we with Masterbooks have an amazing preview of all of our books, the look inside. Honestly, and we've talked about going back to other curriculum, comparing other curriculum. When you look at other websites, you you don't get the big glimpse into the curriculum that we give. And so I'm very thankful that Masterbooks listens to the customers mm-hmm. and does try to bring and help them as much as possible before ever making a purchase. And so we do have those look insides. And I like to tell people, go to the product page underneath the photo of the book, you'll see the heading that says look inside. And we miss that. Everybody misses. I, I'm guilty as well of jumping mm-hmm. on a website and not seeing something that's right there. So right. some people are like, oh, it's right in front of me. <laughs> but I miss them too sometimes. But yes, right underneath the photo of the book is that look inside. And we give so many pages there that you get to preview from the teacher instruction in the beginning, course description, the schedule that so you can see daily what's already going to be required of your student mm-hmm. and then get to read some of the, how it's presented to them, plus see examples of worksheets and answer keys and all of that. So we have a good preview in there. Then another question would be, um, <clears throat> do we have placement tests? Okay, good question. That's, that's an important one for families who are um, first coming into homeschooling. You want to try it out and you want to um, make sure you place your student in the correct level. I remember those days as a mom um, getting started, even though coming out of that classroom, I still had those doubts about my ability to do and not mess my children up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so I'm, 
I am a huge advocate for all parents. Any parent can homeschool. The Lord gave us that and he desires that for us. And so no one wants your child to succeed like you do. Right. And so you're not going to mess them up. But to get started, <laughs> a great place would be our placement test. And we have those for um, language arts. We have a placement guide. And if you go just to each individual product page, you're going to see a link to that. As well, if you go to our FAQ section, we have the question there that says under homeschooling, do you have placement guides? And it will link all of our placement guides for language arts. And then for math, I like to enforce, reinforce that it's a readiness test. So the right. high the highest level that your student passes is the level they're ready to enter. So it's testing them on what they've mastered and what they need to know in order to enter that level. And that's important. So um, those are great places to start. And then our science and history. We have so much, um, so many amazing science courses, <laughs> so many courses that we could never do them all <laughs> throughout all the years of school. Right. I'm so thankful for that. I love that because we have options for our children. I know my children have thoroughly enjoyed that, that I don't, it's not just by the book, every grade you have to do this. So that's another reason why I wouldn't switch to another curriculum okay. I, because um, my children have so many options that are to them individually of what their interests are. Mm -hmm. And so with our science and history, I always say, check your state laws first, see if you have any specific requirements. And then if you don't go crazy, what do your kids want to study? Yeah, <laughs> because fun. that's really fun. And whatever their interests are, pick that, study it, enjoy it. And, um, and plus it helps them to have ownership a little bit of, of their choices of what they're doing within the school year. Um, I know when I, there's a big difference with my kids when I give them a course, a book that I'm like, you have to do this one. And then when they get to choose. <laughs> and so um, science and history, we have a lot more of that freedom. Mm -hmm. And um, so definitely when your children choose something that they're interested in learning, it helps them take ownership of that. And they have a great year, a better year in my experience. Right. Are so any of your kids, top. have any of your kids, um, well, you only have one left at home that's schooling. Has he chosen to do um, the forensic science? Well, he has. However, he is only in a sophomore this coming year. Okay. So, so he can't when, do it yet. Right. I have the books and I've been looking through them because they're super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so they've been here on my desk for quite a while now and he keeps looking through them with me and he wants to do them so badly. And then he noticed, then he saw the teacher's guide that said 11th through 12th grade and he was very disappointed. I bet. <laughs> but that is on our 11th grade right now, our projected plan. Right. So he'll actually, he also loves anatomy and physiology. We did oh, the good. elementary anatomy and mm -hmm. um, we did that many years ago and he has been begging to do another anatomy course. So now that we have those new anatomy, yeah. we're going to be doing that this year with him. And then next year we'll get right into forensics. Right. I have lost my copy already of forensics. I had a guest a couple of weekends ago and she found it on my bookshelf and she said, I'll be taking this. <laughs> get it back to you later. So if you yeah. just got the teacher guide, she's like, I don't need the teacher guide. I just want to read this. It's, it's a great book. It really yeah. is. 
Um, so all you parents out there, <laughs> if you're interested at all, um, it is, it's, a, and it's, it's a good read. I mean, it's, it's draws your attention in. And so once again, again, another reason why I love master books, um, the books are so interesting that yeah. I'm not battling with my children to do their school books. When we first switched to master books, they were, they were honestly asking me, this is our school book. Like, oh, really? they, yeah, I mean, and we have, they were younger at that time. They were all elementary to junior high ish that around mm -hmm. that age. And, um, we would have children come over, families come over and my kids would be getting their books off the bookshelves. <laughs> like their school books. To show like, their friends. To show their friends. Like, this is my school book. Can Aww. you believe it? And so that, another reason why I love master books. Yeah. That's sweet. I got a chance to interview Dr. Jennifer Rivera, who wrote the forensic science, um, the introduction to forensic science from biblical worldview. And we did a great podcast on that. So I'll link that in the show notes as well for anybody who's interested. But that is fascinating. And I love that it's got all these case stories in it. And it actually starts with a case, a forensic case story of the cross. Mm -hmm. Mind blowing. It, it, that, it really was. It really was. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that part. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to wrap up, but one of the things I want to ask you've been, how many years have you been homeschooling? We are entering our 10th year, I think this year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I lost count. <laughs> yeah. So you've been in education, like as a teacher in a school setting, and you've done 10 years of homeschooling and you've done a large part of that with master books. So tell us what you would do differently today because you've got all this wisdom and experience. What would you advise a fellow homeschool mom today that you didn't know that you could have done back when you started? When I first started and I would, and many brand new homeschool moms do this, we feel like we have to recreate school at home. Mm -hmm. And, and I did that. I absolutely did that. Um, we compare so much to others and our world that we live in, tends to push that more, especially with social media, um, where we do a lot of comparison and Satan loves that. Satan loves to have us comparing ourselves to other. It gets us where we are defeated <laughs> before yes. we begin. <laughs> and uh, we don't have the joy that we should mm -hmm. with doing it because we're just looking at what others would do. And we, we feel like we can't do what they're doing um, or we're inadequate to do what they're mm -hmm. doing. So my first thing I would tell myself is to not compare and not try to recreate school at home. And I would, I would, recognize that the four individuals, I have four children. So I would recognize those four individuals in front of me and realize that I can't just put a box set in front of them and that work for everyone individually. Sure. I can't just do what's done. That's one of the amazing things about homeschooling is that we don't have to do that. We have these little individuals in front of us that we can mold and work in their, their, interests as well as in their heart for the Lord and um, help to cultivate that love of learning and different types of learning and recognize what works for them and what doesn't work for them. It does. School doesn't have to be a battle <laughs> every day. Right. And, um, and so that would be a top thing. Don't compare. Don't try to recreate school at home and just work for each little individual children and know that even with my four, 
what I did for one, I couldn't do with the next. It mm -hmm. didn't work that way. Um, and so sometimes it, even with the same course, sometimes you have to make adjustments in how you do it for each individual child. And I love that Masterbooks makes it easy to do that. It's a, it's a tool that I use in my home. I don't follow it every course exactly how it is, but it's a great tool for me. Right. Well, I want to um, piggyback on what you're talking about as far as comparing. The Lord's really put his finger on envy with me, and it comes from comparing myself to what I think I should look like at this age in my life or stage in my life, what I think I should have compared to what I don't have. And it really steals your joy. Mm -hmm. It really, there. if I did a study on envy just to see what all the Bible had to say about it. It's very convicting and it there it's sinful. I mean, it really leads to some big problems, which keeps you from enjoying your life. And I just want to encourage those who are listening to just start celebrating your unique place in your life, your unique gifts, where God's put you, what your challenges are. Nobody else has had your DNA your experiences, your husband, your children, your opportunities, your experience of lack. Nobody else has had that. And you have a God who knows how to meet your needs and how to give you delight and help you with your children. So just turn those things off that are that are leading you into that frenzied, I'm not enough, I haven't done enough, I've got to be better, and, and let the Lord help you enjoy living, enjoy homeschooling, enjoy education the way God meant for it to be for you and your family. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And I'm, I'm guilty myself. And so that is that is definitely something the Lord's worked through my heart on and helped me to realize how much joy was stolen from me yeah. and, and how that even reflected into my children, into their daily lives of how even how each and every day could be and just starting over fresh every day and trying and just asking. And the Bible, there's so many verses in the Bible about rejoicing and rejoicing. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. having that joy and recognize how, where we're allowing that joy to be sucked out of us. And, right. And Satan loves to keep us without joy because then we're not going to share Christ with others. Right. Our others will look at us and go like, well, why do I want what they've got? Right. A good friend of mine called with the right word at the right time for me the other day. And she just said, joy and guilt can't live in the same space. Mm. I just thought mm. That's so good because we can start guilting ourselves. Other people can put guilt on us for something that they feel like we did to fail them or how we're failing. And, and that's between us and the Lord and then with the other people. And thankfully, um, I saw teaching on this just this week. He's the father of mercies. God is the father of mercies, which means he's new mercies, you know, like there's more and there's more and there's more because we're going to need it. Yeah. And so we just need to enjoy the fact that we get a do over every day, you know, and we've got the same God who's going to be with us, sustaining us. And he is with our homeschool families, sustaining us, giving us what we need for life and godliness. And I just want to pray for everybody right now that you have peace in your heart that God is incredibly delighted with you.
and incredibly delighted to help you and be involved with the very details of your life. So thank you, Rachel. I'm so thankful that you are in the details of Masterbooks Lives and the moms of Masterbooks and their family. You've got such a ministry in your own home, in your own church, and here with the Masterbooks family. We really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm so happy to be a part. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, whoever's listening, we look forward to the next podcast with you guys. Remember, I'm giving away a copy of John Stamper's book, Conflicted, Pulling Back the Curtain on Public Education. It's a great book. We're going to give away a copy in the Moms of Masterbooks Facebook group and the Masterbooks app. And check out the app. There are so many ways to get connected with great people, to get reward points for participating in live streams and posts. And often Rachel is doing the answers, the Q&A for the live stream. So you can find her there. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today for the Master Books podcast. It was really fun to do this with you today. We hope that you'll take a moment and rank and review the podcast wherever you are listening or watching so that others can find it more easily. We loved having you here and we look forward to being with you on the next podcast. It comes out every other week, Mondays at 5 a.m. See you then.